It's Sunday, and you know what that means. And this is the Dick Morris Show, presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Here's Dick Morris on 77 WABC. Good morning, Dick Morris. Good morning. This is the Dick Morris Show with Doug DePiro, sponsored by the Patriot Gold Group. Um, the the important question about Joe Biden is what did China get from him? Not so much what did he get from China. We know that. Run the cash register. <laughs> but how much he got from Biden. As the stunning charges of bribery against the Biden family accumulate, we're learning what China gave them. But what's less clear and deserves greater scrutiny is the other half of the quid pro quo, what did China get from Biden? Some gloss over this question and simply say China wanted to build a relationship with the incoming president. But a careful review of the fact shows that China gave Biden carte blanche to pursue its global objectives, often in direct contradiction to American interests. It's hard to distinguish between Biden's incompetence and weakness in dealing with China and potential malevolence and corruption. Is he just giving China what he wants, or is he paying back a debt, keeping a secret of his bribery and corruption? The most deadly threat to America was the COVID-19 virus, which killed more than a million Americans. And as you recall, COVID came just as Donald Trump, with its hardline position on China, seemed headed for an easy re-election. But China needed to beat Trump, His tariff increases had sent the Chinese economy crashing, cutting the growth rate by at least half. Exports dropped 12%. Unemployment soared. But after COVID, Trump's re-election prospect soured. The Chinese government maintained that the disease spread through the bite of a bat from a nearby wet market in Wuhan. But a hearing by the Select Subcommittee on Coronavirus Pandemic found that the theory that the virus stemmed from a leak rather than a stray bat, was the only credible explanation for the origin of COVID-19. The World Health Organization probed the source of the virus, but beyond knowing it originated in a Wuhan lab, it couldn't identify how it spread to humans. A special investigative committee had to abandon its studies because China barred access to the lab or its data. Then Joe Biden did China the enormous favor of looking the other way. Even as his FBI head, Christopher Wray, said that the virus was likely spread through Chinese mishandling of the virus, he took no action, no investigations, no demand that China open the Wuhan lab for inspection, and certainly no punishment or sanction for killing six million people. That's unbelievable. We cannot dismiss the possibility that China made this pathogen for biological warfare and that the Wuhan leak was quite deliberate and was just the first shot. But why did Biden do nothing to hold China to account for what may have been the greatest crime since the Holocaust? Incompetence, malevolence, or corruption? That's the question we're going to ask today. Incompetence, malevolence, or corruption? BRICS. Biden is about to let China destroy the dollar's status as the global currency. We uniquely, among all the nations of the world, can print all the money we need. No checks or balances or even questions. When some other country needs to borrow, though, it must first convert its currency into dollars on the world market. 
You can't just run its printing presses and churn out more. Because the dollar is the universal currency. Only the U.S. can just print money and be confidences of acceptance every place. But Biden is abusing the privilege by running gigantic deficits. People no longer believe in the dollar, and it's lost a quarter of its value over the last 10 years. China is sowing these doubts and is leading an international coalition. The BRICS countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, determined to replace the dollar with gold. If they succeed, we would have to make up our almost $3 trillion deficit by huge cuts in our social spending, and most importantly, in our defense spending. And that's why China's trying to get the dollar to crash, because they want to make it impossible for us to borrow money to fund our defense budget. Mm. Now, had Biden only ratcheted back our spending gradually after COVID, we never would have faced the inflation or the loss of faith in the dollar that we do today. Our credibility as the world's benchmark currency would have stayed intact. But now China has let the BRICS countries to abandon the dollar and trade with one another only in gold-backed currencies. As China leads a global financial revolt against the dollar, Biden does nothing. No resistance, no criticism, no discipline, and he continues to insist on massive deficit spending. So the question is, why is Biden letting China defeat the dollar? Is it incompetence, malevolence, or corruption? Biden has not lifted a finger to stop U.S. companies from moving to China where they trademarked and patented intellectual property, their trade secrets, their technology, and their whole competitive edge are first stolen, then copied, and finally replaced by Chinese companies. When an American company relocates to China, it must acquire a Chinese partner and give it 51% control and transfer to it all of its technology, the world's worst arranged marriage. Oh, my God. China's economic growth is all based on stealing from us. And Biden has watered down patent protections to make them weaker and weaker. Why hasn't Biden imposed penalties, taxes, and regulations to stop the theft? Tax companies extra for giving away their product, their technology. Is it incompetence, malevolence, or corruption? One Chinese company, Huawei, has become the global leader in systematically stealing our technology. Trump arrested Meng Wanzhou a senior Huawei executive and the daughter of the company's founder for violating international sanctions on Iran. But Biden let her go free, released her from prison. Incompetence, malevolence, or corruption. By switching to renewable energy sources, Biden has empowered China, which mines 85% of the world's earth minerals. Once we were dependent before Trump on Arab sheiks, Now we have to rely on Chinese operatives to give us the materials to make solar batteries, wind turbines, and a host of military and technological equipment. And the company near Duluth, Minnesota, planned to open a mine to compete with the Chinese monopoly and find rare earth minerals in the U.S. But Biden vetoed it. He said it broke environmental standards. Hmm. Incompetence, malevolence, or corruption. China has placed more than 300,000 students in U.S. colleges, creating massive opportunities for espionage. The Trump administration launched its China Initiative in 22, 
to track down those students and stop them from spying. But Biden shut it down, saying it was racial profiling. Of course. Almost all of the world's fentanyl is made in China, Chinese materials and then refined in Mexico. But Biden opens our borders wider than ever to illegal shipments from Beijing, even though the drug killed 100,000 Americans last year. Incompetence, malevolence, or corruption. Biden has let China open a military base in Cuba, exactly the sort of thing JFK almost went to war to stop. Chinese ships maneuver off the Alaska coast with no U.S. response. Bagram, the state-of-the-art U.S. base in Afghanistan, abandoned by Biden, is now increasingly used by China. Okay, the question is incompetence, malevolence, or corruption. It's Sunday, and you know what that means. And this is the Dick Morris Show, presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Here's Dick Morris on 77 WABC. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle. That was great, Dick Morris. Hey, I just learned that there's a new hurricane, literally, named Hillary. Nowhere. H-I-L-A-R-Y. In the past three hours, it's on the West Coast. It's approaching San Diego and then Las Vegas. Oh, my God. Wind at 70 miles an hour, pressure 984 uh, MB. Wow. That's cool. A hurricane Hillary. I've always wondered about that. Oh <laughs> I've often experienced it. <laughs> um, okay. So the, this show is sponsored by the Patriot Gold Group, and we're exploring... What Biden gave to China? What did China get from Biden in return for the bribery? What can I give you in return? If you wanted the moon, I would try to make the start. But I would rather you let me give my I'll keep your heart, but give China the moon. That's his, Horrible. That's his uh, his motto. Yeah. And uh, the, the point is that he gave away very important things to American security. The most important thing, the overwhelming thing, that should be the major story in the U.S. today, uh, but it's drowned out by Trump's so-called crimes, is COVID. There was a, China had a global program to make biological weapons. Actually, the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. says the U.S. had the same program, but the Patriot Act passed in 2001 or two prohibited us from having bio labs on U.S. soil. So Kennedy says that Fauci was in charge of going around the world setting up enhancement facilities, uh, in virus enhancement facilities. What do they call it? Uh, a lab. <laughs> no, no, raising the... Uh, anyway, he went around the world doing that and earned a great deal of money for doing that. But the point is that China developed this as a biological weapon, and the only reason we were experimenting with it was to develop an antidote to it. Gain, gain of function. Yeah, gain of function, you're right. Thank you. And, uh, and the... But the point is the Chinese made this as a weapon. And then I believe they used this as a weapon. I don't buy that a bat bit somebody, and I don't buy that it leaked out of a lab. 
I think it was in a lab, and I think it was deliberately released so that Donald Trump would not be reelected. I agree. And had exactly that effect. It cost 121,000 Chinese their lives. That's true. But they have a lot of people there. One point three trillion. And 1.3 billion. And, uh, but they cost the U.S. 1.1 million. And the rest uh, of the world? Which is huge. And the rest of the world, a total of six million lives. Wow. And there's never been a sanction on China. Never been criticism. Not even a UN resolution. Uh, not an embargo. Not higher tariffs. Nothing. And you don't have to reach the issue of whether they did it or not. They won't open the Wuhan lab to international inspectors. They won't let the World Health Organization into the lab to determine where the virus came from. So and that they, says something. It, it says right, everything. Right there, right. And they have completely stonewalled that investigation. Mm-hmm. So let's not mince words. China killed six million people. China is responsible for the worst human catastrophe since the Holocaust. And we have done nothing to hold them accountable to punish them, or even to verify the source of what they did. And Joe Biden did that. He gave away the he gave them a free pass on COVID. Nobody away. raises it anymore. Nobody talks about it anymore. Hmm. And they have to talk about it because when you talk about Biden's corruption, what did China get in return for all the money it paid Biden? A free walk on COVID. That's what they got. Ah, and more, but that is what they got. Now, the second big thing they got is that the United States is now under assault. As we speak right now, there's a four, there's a summit meeting going on, I think at Johannesburg, South Africa, in which they're evaluating the issuing of a new global currency called the BRICS, B-R-I-C-S, and that's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And the idea is that this would be a currency based on gold, not based on any government saying it's okay. And this, if it takes over, will destroy the dollar as the leading currency in the world. And what that will mean is that in order to fund a trillion dollars of defense spending a year, not to mention Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and everything else, but a trillion dollars of defense spending, we would have to first convert our dollars into BRICS currencies and then use that to borrow the money. We couldn't just print our own dollars. That would have been taken, powers taken away from us. And that's what the Chinese did with Biden. They're doing that so that we mm. can't pay for our defense budget. Wow. So that when we consider a new missile system or a new aircraft, we have to think, my God, can we switch, can we convert our currency on the world market in order to be able to borrow this much money? And China's doing this deliberately and it's in response and in payback. Uh, for the bribes that they gave Joe Biden. And where have our jobs gone? U.S. companies are lured by the prospect of 1.3 trillion customers, 1.3 billion customers in China. And they uh, move to China and they open an office there or move their headquarters. When you do that, Chinese law requires you to get married, not to a woman, but to a Chinese company. And you have to give the Chinese company 51% of your stock, controlling interest. That's unbelievable. I I, just want to believe that. Your entire technology, your cutting edge, your your equipment, your ideas to China. 
and uh, and the American companies do that. I call it assisted corporate suicide. Yeah. And they do that because they uh, are desperate to access that market. But that's a complete mirage. You don't access 1.3 trillion, 1.3 billion people. First of all, they don't have any money. The Chinese people are very poor, uh, and it ends up that they don't. They, uh, something like eighty to seventy-five percent of China's uh, demand is not domestic; it's imports, uh, exports rather. And uh, and the, the the you can access the Chinese market, but you're not going to sell very much because nobody has any money. Mm. What they do want is access to Chinese cheating. In other words, when you open your company in China, you can benefit from the artificially deflated value of the yuan so that your exports don't cost a lot if they would from the U.S., but coming from China, they cost less. And secondly, China subsidizes the exports from its companies, and you benefit from that subsidy. And thirdly, you don't have to follow environmental regulations and you don't have to follow labor regulations, worker safety. So for all of those reasons, they're moving to China. And to do that, they have to give away their technology. Why is Biden letting them do that? Why isn't there a special tax for companies that leave the United States for China? Things Why isn't there a separate penalty on the way out the door? Because Biden won't do it because China bought and paid for him. Right. Trump did that, right? Absolutely. Across the board. Across and the board. and when Trump arrested the head of the Chinese company that does the most, uh, uh, the most technology theft or the wife of the founder, uh, Biden let him free. Her. And just let for her. free. Yeah. And just recently, just a few weeks ago, Biden released the 50 million barrels of oil from the strategic oil reserve, which was about half of our oil reserve. And you know where half of that oil went? To China. China. In other words, he released it on the world market to lower the global price, and the country that ended up with the oil is China. So this is a pattern of bribery. And as is true with any bribery, you go through three stages. First, you take the bribe, and that's nice. You buy a lot of things, you buy land, you increase your living standard. Then you become dependent on the, on the bribe, and you need it to f- keep flowing. Then the person who's bribing you owns your life because they can turn you in anytime they right. want. Right, that's what and it's all you, about. And they coerce you. Remember when they did that phony charge about Russia, 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 uh-huh. that, that Trump was in collusion with Russia? The grounds that they investigated Trump on were not that he had done something wrong, but that he would be indebted to China, uh, to Russia, because they intervened right. to help him get elected. And that's the same thing we're talking about here. Let's go to um, Alan in New York. Hi, Alan. Yes, good morning. Good morning, good gentlemen. Morning. Here's the deal. I've been looking at stuff from uh, Journal of the American Medical Association, from Lancet, other world medical publications, as well as the uh, Bloomberg uh, 360 sources. And what's happening here is that they were all reporting the same thing about Asia, that there's still a high predominance of COVID throughout Asia, even though it's basically over here. It's still still quite forceful. Yeah. Uh, the, thing, the thing that worries me is the fact that they're keeping this alive in their back pocket mm. for one purpose. China and Biden are our colleagues. They're 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 brothers right. in, in 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 arms. And you and you think the, that they're going to release this virus again in the U.S. when they want to? 
right yes, before the election. Yes, and in two ways. And in two ways, sir. Two ways. Number one, through illegal, migra- illegal migrants coming through the country and mm-hmm. the top 25 airline terminals throughout the world that have heavy, heavy traffic from all countries. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's very interesting, Alan. Thank you. Very interesting. Um, let's go to Edward in Tampa. Hi, Edward. Yeah, Dick, how are you doing? Okay. Uh, speaking of China, the Panama Canal 200-ship parking lot over there. I don't know what you're Yeah, what's to. the story with that? Well, isn't one of the uh, owners of that uh, area a, a Chinese company? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> so now we have 200 ships. We have a 8% interest coming up on the mortgage on the properties. Isn't that going to be bad news for the Biden economy yeah. going into the election year? I don't know, Edward. I'm going to look it up. I didn't yeah. know anything about it. That's why I took your call. Thank you. Um, let's go to Tony in Clifton. Hi, Tony. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm going to go really quick. So when I was you're talking about China, you know, Anthony Blinken said right off the bat, before we even got out of Afghanistan, that China's interest in Afghanistan could be positive, which was really a really strange thing to say. Yeah, positive. Then, they want the big, the big room Air right. Force Base. Yeah. Right. Well, he said that just to confuse us because we think everything he says is right. He thinks <laughs> so. And then China was also interested in China and Pakistan signed this nuclear deal, which which was insane because we used to be friends with Pakistan, so we're out on that. Yeah. And then there was the. It's called the YU Railway, which got started really like in, it's going to be like this international railway, which was starting up when Trump was in. But now it's going to go from, it's going to go from Europe to Afghanistan to Asia. And uh, China sold it with the concept that this recreates the Silk Road that Marco Polo followed. Mm. It's got a, a pedigree to it. Well, good. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is the Dick Morris Show, presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the with you. Hi, welcome to the Dick Morris Show, sponsored by Patriot Gold Group and underscored by Doug DePiro. Vivek <laughs> um, Ramaswamy is uh, moving up in the polls. He's now tied for second place with DeSantis. And soon we'll move ahead of them. DeSantis will be forced out of this race in a few months or weeks. I think you're and, right. Um, and Ramaswamy will take his place. I want to call the, him Rami Swamy, the second place candidate. And um, he is absolutely he's he's made the same kind of stupid, dumb rookie mistakes that DeSantis made that led to his being canned in this race. Right. Remember when DeSantis announced he said that. You, that Russia and Ukraine had a border dispute and that it was a no consequence, no vital interest yeah. to the United States. Yeah. And here there was this almost world war going on and he called it a border dispute. Right. He ultimately walked it back, but in the meantime it showed that he knows nothing about foreign policy. And he never mentioned that the reason that we're involved in this is because we signed a treaty called the Budapest Accords, where we pledge to guarantee Ukraine's borders against Russia and that we're simply honoring our obligation. Right. Now, this week he uncorked two beauties today for Ramaswamy that indicate a total lack of knowledge about American foreign policy. The first was that he said that we should cut our aid to Israel. <laughs> he said that 
there is no North Star leading us to a permanent grant of aid to Israel. And when the current aid package expires in 28 or 26, I think, he said, my term in office will be over, and at that point I want that to end. Uh, he said, we have no obligation to support Israel, and we should, it should get itself back on its feet. Well, that's decent rhetoric, but does he, doesn't he know how that aid originated? In 1973, the Arabs invaded Israel for the, thir- for the fourth time, and Israel counterattacked. And in the counterattack, it, it took over the Sinai Peninsula and the Golan Heights and most of the West Bank. And in 1978, Henry Kissinger negotiated a deal where Israel would withdraw from those territories. And in return, Egypt would recognize Israel and basically the conflict would be over. It was called the Camp David Accords. And it was done at Camp David with President Jimmy Carter and Menachem Begin, who was the Israeli prime minister, and uh, Anwar Sadat, who was the Egyptian president. And in the course of the negotiations, Begin said, hey, wait a minute, guys. Okay, we'll trade lands for peace. We'll give up, give up the Sinai. We'll give up most of the Golan Heights. But that leaves us incredibly vulnerable to attack. Our whole country is a width of about 16 miles. We're surrounded. What are you doing? Surrounded by Arab countries with vastly more population. And Carter said, okay, tell you what I'll do. I will guarantee Israel and Egypt $3 billion each a year in military aid forever. And Israel's Egypt, you know, screwed up the money and never used it properly, lined some pockets. But Israel has used it to build up its military and to make it defensible. And uh, now Ramaswamy wants to eliminate it. And he just thinks he's cutting a budget line. He's drawing a red line through an item on the budget, or he's making a rhetorical point that why should we be giving this foreign aid when we have problems here at home. But he obviously doesn't realize that this is the linchpin of the entitled settlement that brought relative peace to the Middle East over the last 70 years. Relative. Uh, well, there are terrorists yeah. and attacks yeah. and stuff, but there's no war. Right. Four times the Arabs invaded Israel, 1948, 1956, 1967, 1973. This year we sent Israel 3.3 billion because of that agreement, another 500 million we threw in for missile defense. And, uh, and that, and, and that has been the anchor of the Mideast settlement. And now Ramaswamy wants to get rid of it. It's like saying, give me back that bolt in the George Washington Bridge <laughs> and the whole freaking thing comes crashing down. But he saved on the bolt. He saved a buck tree 80. And then at the same time, the same week, this idiot got up and said that our effort is to replace Taiwan's monopoly or large market share on super uh, on micro super chips, computer chips, microchips, and he said that we can't let Taiwan have that monopoly. And he's right; we need to increase American production. But then he said that's the only reason that we're pledged to defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. And once we acquire a capacity to make our own microchips, we don't need Taiwan anymore, and China can feel free to do what it wants. Okay, 
That's 30 million people he's condemning to be invaded by China. It's giving China a huge strategic asset. China wants to control Taiwan, not only for some mystic reason that it used to be part of China, but because it's the world's best aircraft carrier. It's unsinkable and sitting right there at the outset of the Pacific Ocean. And if you take Japan, Okinawa, Taiwan, and the Philippines, you've got a defensive perimeter that anchors the American flank in the Pacific Ocean. Mm. But Ramaswamy never heard of that. He doesn't know that. All he's thinking about is the computer ships because it's the only field he knows anything about. And this worldview is incredible. So when you're running for president, how often do you just do you not know what's going on and how many times do you have to screw up before you realize that you just don't know anything? Yes, and how many times must a man look up before he can see the sky? <laughs> yes, and how many ears must one man have before he can hear people cry? Yes, and how many deaths will it take till he knows that too many people have died? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. You can't just announce your candidacy for president and say you're running without doing a little homework. A little research. Without understanding what's going on. And two big blunders. Yeah, right, in, right in a few the, days. Yeah. And right after he acquired some degree of credibility in the polling. Right. Um, That's an what experience. A stupid, dumb, ridiculous, idiotic, rookie mistake. You think anyone's telling him? Hey, oh, oh, now they are. Now, now they are. Now they are. Everybody just jumped on him. Talk of uh, his people. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Let's go to Sandra, uh, not his research director. He has, he said, huh, what, me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Okay, let's go to Hi, Sandra in New Jersey. Hi, Sandra. Oh, yeah. Hi, you covered it so great about um, the vet. You know, I got a call this morning from a friend who goes to Temple every Saturday morning. They're all up in arms over what he said. And they may not want him as the VP for Donald Trump because we all know oh, that Donald never Trump loves Israel and Donald Trump, you know, loves Judaism. And this is a stupid mistake and, he made. And you Donald Trump, Donald Trump does I'm, not like people that run against him for president. That's <laughs> right well, there, that, right there. And, and if you think well, you can audition for the vice presidency nope. by running a good race against Donald <laughs> Trump, I don't think you so. don't know Donald Trump. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Adam in Mineola. Hi, Adam. How you doing today, sir? Doing great. Um, you know, I was just thinking about a few things. Um, why is it that all the witnesses against Trump are Republicans, sir? I mean, they said Black Lives Matter was going to be the witnesses and all. And every witness that's testifying against Trump are Republicans. Look, the uh, the Republican Party is very big. And Donald Trump orchestrated a hostile takeover of the Republican Party. He had 16 opponents in 2016. The conservative Republicans wanted Ted Cruz. The Hispanic Republicans wanted Mar- Mar- wanted Marco Rubio. The uh, the evangelical Christian Republicans had their candidate. Everybody had their candidate that they supported. The moderates wanted John Kasich. Uh, 
and uh, the Bush family wanted Bush, as always, and that that was a major thing. And Donald Trump beat them all. He upended them all, and he made a lot of enemies in the process. The Republican National Committee, for example, is sponsoring the stupid debate this week, which Trump is wisely boycotting, uh, and uh, and he's boycotting it because basically it's stacked against him. So you can't go by whether a person is a Democrat or Republican in whether they testify against Trump. There's all kinds of motivations for people to do it. Let's go to Jim in Garden City. Hi, Dick. Real quick, 50 years ago I was in graduate school and I was taking a course in quantitative analysis, and we had a visiting professor from mainland China, and he gave a great lecture, and it was mostly men and bankers and the usual type. Uh, at the end of the lecture, he goes, we are, China is a homogeneous population. We're single-minded, hyper-focused, and one day we'll be the economic leaders of the world. He did not talk about military, and he laughed, and all my colleagues in the class were laughing, thinking he was an idiot, because, uh, you know, well, they said, yeah. oh, they only make fireworks. I guess, I wonder who's laughing now. Yeah, That's well, my comment. Well, listen, uh, yeah, China has become the second largest economy in the world. Uh, it has a huge, the second largest population in the world. India is slightly larger. And, um, and of course, that's true. But let's realize that China's goal of global domination, first of all, cannot be removed from the military. A lot of it is military. But secondly, it's psychological. What they want to do is to use the Internet to control the world. And the way they're doing it is that in the 5G computer systems, that are Internet systems that are being installed on the new iPhones, initially by a company called Huawei and now by other Chinese companies because we put Huawei out of business for that, is they're putting the software in that permits you to find out exactly what this person is doing and is saying, who he's emailing, who he's texting, what his internet connections are, what websites he visited. And they keep track of that, the Chinese do, and give each of us a social acceptance score. And they... Like a credit score and a credit card. Yeah, same thing. that's right. And if you live in China, your score depends, controls whether you get on an airline, whether you can get on a train, whether you get a job whether you have a decent apartment, whether your kid gets into college. And by exporting this 5G technology and taking over American companies, what the Chinese want to do and, and having the, the technology in the U.S. and throughout the world is to use economic leverage to force people to toe the line and not say bad things about China. For example, if you work at Smithfield Hams, the leading pork producer in the United States, and you write a text to friends or an email that knocks China, you'll probably be fired because it's owned by China. If you work at uh, at the movie companies, Universal Studios, mm-hmm. I think, the one that owns all the movie houses in America, they're owned by China. And, and you don't dare say anything bad about China because you'll be kicked out. That has happened, actually, not long ago, a couple of years yes. ago. In fact, I revealed a few days ago for the first time that when I was hired by the New York Post, when Murdoch owned it, as he still does, uh, the editor who hired me took me aside and said, Dick, you can write whatever you want, but don't criticize China hmm. because Murdoch won't let you do that. Wow. And uh, that's the example of what they want to do throughout the world. Um, 
let's go to uh, Bob in Connecticut. Dick Morris. Hey, Bob. Did think about this. The Chinese kept their card in their back pocket, and they got <laughs> they got Afghanistan because they told Biden, "We'll roll over on yeah. you." Exactly. Right, if sure. you don't let us have exactly. Afghanistan. And listen, Afghanistan, Bob, is only a small part of it. What they got was they crippled the American economy and they may have defeated the best president we've ever had and the only one who's tough on them. And in the meantime, they have this Belt and Road Initiative that is all over the world that is taking over uh, large, large, large numbers of countries. Let me explain Belt and Road. It's a foreign aid program, but instead of giving people money, giving countries money, they lend them money. So they go to some tin pot dictator in Africa, and they say, hey, you need a new airport. He says, no, I don't. They said, yeah, you do, and we'll give you $400 million loan to build the airport. I said, oh, thank you very much. And he takes the money, puts it in a Swiss bank account, and the country owes China $400 million. Most of the time, the airport doesn't get built. Then China comes to collect the debt, and the country says, we can't pay that. That dictator we used to have, he made that commitment. We didn't. And China says, well, we'll take a lien on your rare earth minerals or on your uranium or your mining concessions. Or maybe they get the lien up front in the loan agreement. But it's a backdoor way to control the world's supply of these minerals that are vital to uh, high to technology and renewable resources. Wow. And that's, they have all these moves to take over the world, and we're just beginning to see them. Extortion. This is 77 WABC, and this is the Dick Morris Show, presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in You know, this Dick Morris guy's brilliant. You could ask him almost anything. Now, let's see. Uh, all right, name some presidents, Dick. Willie Norder, it's Washington, Adams, Jefferson. No, 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 not from the beginning. We'll be here for four hours. The last ten. The last ten presidents. Mm. Okay, well, we have uh, we have Clinton and Bush and uh, Obama. Uh, so Reagan, Bush. <laughs> sorry, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, uh, and... Uh, Trump and then Robert Peters, <laughs> Robin Ware, and J.R.B. Ware. What, what about Biden? Oh, that is Biden. Oh, that's Biden. Oh, yeah, yeah forgot. Yes. A.K.A. Biden changed his name to Robert L. Peters, Robin Ware, and then something that I thought was beyond his intellectual capacity, <laughs> a pun, J.R.B. Ware. Ware. The initials J.R.B. Where? And it turns out his middle name is Robinette. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Are, Robinette, yeah. Robinette. So, nice middle name, Joe. Yeah. So and a pseudonym for the American president. Idiot. Everything else about him is phony, so why not make his name phony? <laughs> Incredible that this, what this guy is getting away with. But listen. Who are you, Joe? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I 
guess it doesn't matter because he doesn't know who he is anyway. So no, he does. We should he have does. one of those drops where he's like, "What we're now?" Online. Listen, listen. All of this senility garbage with Biden, I think, is an act. I think he's like Vinny the Chin Gigante, who wandered around Greenwich Village in his bathrobe and slippers because he wanted to persuade the judge that he was insane so he wouldn't be sent. You know jail. what? Vinny the Chin was brilliant. Yeah, he was I, a smart guy. And I think that's what Biden is doing. I think that he's doing that to mask. The, the malevolence, as I said earlier, and the bribes that he took and the strategy that he's embarked on to do that. Um, so let me just go through what I think is going to happen here. I think Trump will be convicted on at least one of probably all of the counts. Uh, well, I'm sorry, let me back up a little bit. The New York Times today had a story, yesterday had a story, where they analyzed the charges against Trump. And as you know, they're an anti-Trump organ. And they said that they do not think any of these charges will come to trial before Election Day. <clears throat> and that makes sense. Uh, the one trial date is scheduled for early January, the other for early March, and uh, somewhere in between another charge for March based on the porn star. But if the defense makes any motions at all, uh, that delays it. And then if they appeal the motion, and they'll stretch it out as much as they can, and they can easily stretch it out, for eight or nine months. That's a piece of cake to a defense counselor. And their goal is to stretch it out until after the election, obviously, so that Trump can win and pardon people, pardon himself. And uh, the so what's going to happen is that Trump is going to be under indictment but not convicted by Election Day. The House is going to impeach Biden based on all the stuff that's going on. They can't not. And McConnell won't do anything with it. The Senate won't convict him. He'll be acquitted, uh, but he'll be impeached. And in the impeachment, we'll learn even more about the lower details of his pseudonyms, his bribes, his son, all the stuff he's done to hurt the United States and to help China. Right. And he's going to be mud on Election Day because of that. And uh, he'll go into the race that will be the indicted against the impeached. Mm. And uh, Trump is going to win that race, first of all, because he's been ahead for three years now in the polling, and people recognize that he was a much better president. And basically, Trump sins to the extent he committed them, and he didn't really, in my judgment. My judgment, the only sin he committed was to say the election was fixed and stolen, and it was. And the only reason that he did that, that, that he's being prosecuted for it, is because it's the truth. And they are trying to get him but basically expressing his opinion and telling the truth. And that's against the Constitution. It's against every one of our laws. And I believe Trump's going to be reelected. Uh, but I do think that Biden is going to be, first you'll see Trump excoriated because of all of the stuff that's going to come out in these four indictments. Then the House is going to meticulously pick Joe Biden apart. And already his reputation has suffered badly, and I think it's going to suffer very, very badly in the coming future. Let me ask you a question. Um, with this thing, with Trump and the election that they're trying to get him on, disclosure and uh, they need, they're going to find a lot of things out in court, right? Once they, yeah, if it gets to trial, it'll be a nice opportunity for us to talk about how the election was rigged. Right. But it's never going to get that far. Uh, this thing will be out, will, the trial will only start after election day. And, uh, and this, what's going on now. The discovery, basically. Yeah. Well, the discovery will be before that. But 
What's going on now is that they are trying, the Democrats are trying to prophylactically distract everybody Mm. from the Biden scandals to make the big story of the day what Trump did in 2020, not what Biden did after he left the vice presidency Mm. and what he's doing as president and the state of the economy and his general failures as president. So they're trying to distract everybody by creating this huge thing, four indictments at the same time, all based on three-year-old facts. They go to board a long time ago, and they're timing it to try to screw up the election. And uh, I don't believe that's going to work. Go to George in Rockland. Hi, George. Hey, how are you doing, Mr. So I have a question to you, uh, for you, okay? Uh, how much of a loyalty do you believe that American companies, or for that matter, any company in the world, that works in China, based on facts, have only 49%, and Chinese have 51%. Uh, do they have when it comes to the to the U.S. and yeah. do they really lobbying for China yep. against our interest? Yes, 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 and they have no loyalty at all. Uh, these companies might as well be totally Chinese. Uh, so next time you think of buying anything made by Westinghouse, understand that that's a Chinese company, and. Uh, Go through the list of Chinese companies and understand that they have no loyalty, zero loyalty to the United States. And But they're still using <coughs> our labor, our technology, our natural resources to develop their brand. Mm. And uh, they should be sanctioned. They should be fined. There should be a special tax placed on them. Thanks for the question, George. That was very good. Uh, let's go to uh, Pamela in New Jersey. Yeah, um, the feds are giving up our military installations to the illegals and potential terrorists. One of them is Fort Dix this week, which was a surprise to New Jerseyans. And it's right next to a high-security military base. Are you serious, Pam? With- it's, not just, it's not just old military bases. It's current bases. You said Fort Dix? Well, Fort Dix is still being used, not like it used to be. Right. My brother trained out of there for Vietnam. Like jail, so. uh, however, however... Um, it's right next to a high-security military base. My husband grew up around there, and there's signs posted everywhere. You'll be shot if you enter. So it makes it real convenient for possible terrorists to mm. just sneak into the mm. military base. And a lot of stuff goes on in there. They do testing of uh, jets. Yeah. They do bombings. They do training of, like, Navy SEALs, all kinds of stuff. It's a huge Military establishment in South Jersey. I appreciate your call. That's great. Go to John in Bergen. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hey, John. How you doing? I just wanted to say, even in Joe Biden's stealing and treasonous behavior, he's incompetent. All he had to do was follow the Clinton model and start a charity. They took in $2 billion, and it was the biggest slush fund ever. The Obama slush fund is up to a half a billion dollars, and that doesn't even include his library fund. You know, it's just another example of his incompetence. Sure. You're so right, uh, John. The, um, the, the, basically the whole process of bribing China started with China, with, uh, Clinton. Uh, China wanted to get into the World Trade Organization. So they sent the Clinton campaign tens of millions of dollars of illegal contributions to fund the ad campaign, the ads that I wrote. But I had no idea they were sending us for Chinese food. And, uh, that got Clinton reelected and China paid for it. A guy named Riedi, a guy named Chang, named Wan. Um, 
I love Chinese food, so when I used to eat out in Little Rock at night, I would go to this Chinese restaurant, and I didn't know a guy named Charlie Tree owned it, <laughs> who was a major donor to the Clinton campaign, and most of that money probably paid for by the China. By Wasn't China. one of the guys Wen Ho Lee, if yeah. I remember? Wen Ho Lee was placed in the Commerce Department to facilitate the uh, the bribery operations. And he was sending all stuff to uh, China. Well, he was Los getting Al- money from Lo- China. Los Alamos. No, that's not. Well, I, there was a spy. He was yeah. getting the money from China. Right, right. Uh, for Clinton. Um, so we talked about the main thing here, which is what Biden gave to China, what China took from Biden. Uh, we're all focused on the other half of this equation, which is what Biden got from China, and that's okay. But don't forget the big part of it. This wasn't like. He gave a sewer contract to a guy, like he paid for a planning commission to approve a project, or he accepted a lower bid for something. Petty corruption. This wasn't that. These were payoffs by our worst enemy in the world to gain an advantage over us by paying off and owning the American president. That's That's called treason, I think. It is treason, absolutely. Let me choke us to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. And I'm wondering what it is I should do. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money. 